Right, welcome to the Georgia Songbirds podcast brought to you by Anchor FM, Yes Ma'am Music. And we are here live at the Oak House with Jonathan Payton and Abigail Payton, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself, guys. Okay. Hi, I'm Abigail Payton, and I'm Jonathan's wife. I'm Jonathan Payton, a singer-songwriter from Woodstock, Georgia. And Abigail's husband. Abigail's <laughs> husband, yes. <laughs> so how long have you guys been uh, married? Six, six years in June. In yeah. June. yeah. Okay. Uh, I got married in June 6, 7, 08. My wife did it so that I wouldn't forget our anniversary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> awesome. So you had six years in June? Yes. You guys been playing together longer than that? or About seven. Yeah. About a year before. Seven or eight years, yeah. Okay. Uh, did you, When you first started, did y'all start together, or did y'all have separate paths? How did that work? I kind of had some music stuff going on, and then met her, and she kind of joined in, and one thing led to another. My background in music was basically just kind of jamming with my family. We all, most of us do music. Okay. And so we didn't really play out much. I didn't have a lot of performance experience mm-hmm. until he came along. And then he asked me to do, I think, a house show. And from that point on, we played together often. Okay. Now, I know you guys, since we're at a songwriter sessions, it's mostly original music. Mm-hmm. Do you guys both write? Is there just one who writes? I, I write all of it. You write all um, of it? Yeah, and it's all, it's all original, what we're doing. And um, just kind of write it and say, hey, I wrote this song. Let's come up with your part. All right. So how long have you been writing yourself? Uh, maybe 12 years. 12 years. Mm-hmm. How did you get started? Just poems? Uh, kind of like that typical story that you hear where the teenager who got the electric, you know, Epiphone Les Paul wanting to learn Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> Like that kind of thing. That's what that's what happened with me. And then uh, someone loaned me a, an acoustic guitar and started learning chords and started putting them together. And then eventually learning some covers and then realized that I like to write. So you learn a stairway to heaven. Uh, the intro. Like I can do the intro. That's all. Yeah. I can do no, the intro. I'm, now I'm just like an okay rhythm player. I'm not a lead <laughs> player at all. Who inspired you growing up to play then? Um. So there's a lot of music um, in my family, mostly on my, my dad's side. My dad loves to sing. His, uh, his brother, uh, my uncle, every time we went to Ohio, where I'm from, we, we would see my uncle, and like, we would always look forward to him getting his guitar out. And so as kids, that was kind of like our exposure. Um, my dad was always listening to music. Um, even on my mom's side, her grandfather, very musical. Okay. Um, so we just kind of always, growing up, I was always kind of surrounded by music and then um then my my older brother started guitar first and then I was kind of like I want to do that too right started up uh you have to tell him about your dad playing music in the car and who, who oh yeah it's the, the the music that I hated when I was a kid now I love oh yeah like I remember all the time my dad playing Merle Haggard uh, uh mama tried like I, I knew that song as a little kid and mm-hmm. I, I, would, I hated it you know I'm like five six years old like I don't like country, turn that off. Right. You know, wasn't cool. And then uh, now, that's to me, that's some of the greatest music out there. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It's kind of funny how that that turned around. Mine was more the 50s. My mom, there used to be, the radio station was uh, 90, now it's, what was Z93. I don't remember what it was back then. But it, it played like the old 50s music. And that's the kind of stuff that she listened to. That's, I hated listening to that stuff. I hated it. But now <laughs> as I got older, I appreciate it a little bit more too. 
So how about you, Abigail? I know your family is uh, musical. Is that who influenced you? Or do you have anybody that... Yeah, mostly family. Um, I'm trying to think of how far back to go. My grandmother was a music teacher. Mm-hmm. And she always... Um, wanted she had five kids and you know they were all exposed to music and they would sing in choirs and so like every family gathering there'd be I think on my dad's side there are probably like 26 cousins and then a bunch of aunts and uncles and every time we'd get together we would sing okay mostly hymns and things like that but um John Denver they're all from West Virginia so a lot of uh John Denver and things like that but so I'm from a family of, I have a, 10 siblings. Mm-hmm. and They're all musical. Wow. Yeah, oh, most nice. of us are musical. And we would, my mom basically was like, she, she knew how to play piano, I think, and mm-hmm. she would sing. But she, neither of my parents were, had mastered any kind of music. Okay. And she knew she really wanted us to at least be exposed. So she bought a piano when we were little, which we now own. And our kids play it. And um, anyway, she bought that piano, put it in our house. And gradually, she would put other instruments in there. And mm-hmm. so, long story short, we all would just gravitate towards it. And we ended up playing together a lot. And that kind of sharpened our skills. And um, my sisters and I do harmonies together. And it's really cool. So, nice. But my some of our influences, like I learned to harmonize listening to the Dixie Chicks. And I'm trying to think of who else. Um, now I feel old because I, Dixie Chicks, I like the Dixie Chicks. but I was a little kid when they when they were popular. Okay. Um, and so that's what we kind of grew up on. But that's where I learned harmonies. And then there was someone else. Anyway, yeah, that's kind of. Now I'm more influenced by people like the Staves, if you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patty Griffin, love Patty Griffin, okay. her songwriting, storytelling. So. Nice. Now, do you play piano or any instruments too? I barely play piano and I play guitar. You play guitar. Okay. So tonight yeah. you're just going to sing you just and John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you guys want to do a song together? You want to play? Sure. Yeah. Let's do, Which let's one do you want to do? This one is called Sorrows. Is there any like story behind it? or? This So a lot of the stuff I write um, is pretty personal. This one is not like some true story that happened, okay. but it's kind of related <laughs> to things that I've been introduced to in my life. So it's I just call this the, a drinking song about about a guy with a drinking problem. So it's kind of... Just a story that came out one day. That's funny. Now, you guys are married, so you both do music, but when I do a sad song, my wife always asks me, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. It's just what I'm thinking. Because I write the same thing. I write a story that maybe not be true, but it's sad, and it's just yeah. thoughts. The beauty of what he writes is that a lot of it is, it's not so specific that other people can't relate to it. Okay. So he could write, he's written a love song before that, that someone heard, and they were grieving. Um, over something and they they heard something totally different and so but they were moved by it and so I think he writes a lot of songs that are that way that they're not they don't touch on one specific thing and so many people can relate that's good and that's what you want as a songwriter anyway to write music that touches people that's the best thing it's not take it away Walked in about 3 a.m. to a cold and empty house. You were looking for the ones you loved, but her notes were all you found. 
your things together I wanna see my mother And the boys will be just fine But when they ask me Where you been Lying You might feel good for a moment Maybe a night But the nights turn to days And the days turn to years You don't recognize The man in the Tell them we're Hagger. I can tell them we're Hagger. <laughs> I grew up listening to, uh, like I said, that the Eagles were a big influence. I love the Eagles. George Strait. Uh, my grandfather would talk about like the the party and like that, where they would get on a boat and he would play his guitar with a screwdriver and he would just slide. That's awesome. And I still can't do that. <laughs> he tried to teach me Wildwood Flower, and to this day I still can't do it the right way. So I don't even try, but I like that. And actually, what you're talking about, it's it's generic, but it for everybody and it's really nice man thank you it's really nice so tell everybody where they can find you guys at um well in person locally we're we're in woodstock we okay. play around um the atlanta area off and on and we're online social media is kind of 
magic tool for for an artist yeah so we got you know facebook instagram jonathan payton music mm-hmm. um we're on spotify and itunes apple music all the all, that stuff. all the streaming uh sources so we yeah i mean that's that's kind of it. We and everything we do, we blast out online. So okay. if anyone ever wants to know what we're doing, they just jump on Facebook, Instagram, and they'll know pretty quick. Okay. And do you guys have it? Do you have your own too, Abigail? That you that you promote like not your own for site? music? Not really. Okay. Um, I mean, I have I do have a show coming up, but it's kind of a more of a challenge to myself to get outside of my comfort zone. So. Is it with Jennifer? <laughs> yes. Okay. At Reformation. Yeah, at Reformation. Yeah, I actually interviewed her uh, at the house because like I said, I do this at the gazebo as well too. Okay. And then most of the people that are on uh, the bill, like Thomas and Jennifer, mm-hmm. I've already interviewed them. And like I said, I do those there at the house because they're longer. So I can get like hours and stuff. It doesn't matter yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like here I'm kind of timed because it goes with either like if they had, like the artist has to do sound checks sure. or if they cut the lights off because when they cut the lights off here they want you out yeah <laughs> that's why I let the headliner come in go first and then that mm-hmm. way they can get it out of the way and then they can enjoy the rest of the night right so do you guys have um we talked about your your uh stuff coming out do you have any projects that are, are coming about eps albums or anything like that yeah we actually just started um yesterday okay See, yeah i was about to say a couple of days but no yesterday we we started with um, Living Oak Studio okay, with, with Ben, ben Ivy. Okay. So we started. We went in yesterday and we tracked drums, bass, and acoustic guitar for mm-hmm. um, just for a single. We're gonna do some fiddle and lead to add to it, oh, and nice. go back and do the vocals, and should be good to go. And once we move forward, we'll know more about a date. We don't really have a date set for anything. No. just kind of at the very beginning of it. But yeah. Now, do you have a band that you play out with, or just you and your wife? Uh, it kind of depends on the gig. Like tonight, okay. it's it's us two, and we have my drummer. He's okay. in town from Nashville. He's been with me for maybe six years or so. Okay. So um, we we've done just us to Seven all the piece. way all the way up to <laughs> actually a couple of years ago in Woodside we did an eight piece band, eight piece, yeah. and it was uh it was pretty fun. <laughs> it was pretty wild. And, we had more. <laughs> yeah. So we 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 don't we haven't done that in years, but okay. Yeah, sometimes we, lately we've done a couple four-piece, bass, drums, guitar, and us, you know. Okay. Yeah, because I always try, to, I have a hard time keeping a drummer. I don't know what it is. It's, I just, I can't get a drummer to stay around. I, I always ask people, do you have any advice for somebody who's trying to start a band, who's trying to um, do what you guys do, gig and play out, do music? Do you have any advice to, like, any up-and-coming songwriters, anybody who's trying to get started? Um... I, I know for me, I'm, and probably most people, you're your harshest critic. You know, you, you think too much in a thing. Or my like, wife. Well, it could be something real simple like, uh, you know, I wonder sometimes am I annoying people by just making a bunch of posts by, about mm-hmm. my shows. And it's kind of in my head. I'm like, no, just no, no one has ever said they've had a problem with it. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. Don't, don't doubt yourself. Don't be afraid to shake someone's hand and right. have a conversation. When don't walk away thinking I should have talked to that person, or yeah. uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, and um, if it doesn't go great, just keep pushing on. Yeah, and some, it's sometimes you have experiences that can kind of deflate you, and if you let it, it'll get the best of you. Mm-hmm. I think so, knowing why you're doing it too 
kind of having a purpose behind okay. why you're playing or why you're writing or yep. um because I think so many people have a passion for music and mm-hmm. they like you said they deflate or they get burned out and for different reasons and I think um if you can hang on to why you started you'll want to keep doing it and you'll okay. kind of keep that passion that's so that's good advice one of the things I mean for me I won't speak for him but for for me, one of my favorite things about performing is the people we meet and the conversations we have based off of the stories he's told through music okay. and people coming up and saying, telling their stories and how they related or how they were moved by whatever he wrote. And um, that's why I love doing it. And I love, I love performing too, but like more than anything else, it's the people. Right. So. Yeah. And I think you got to love it. I mean, if you, I know people get burned out on it because you mm-hmm. do it so much and then you, you're putting your heart out there. And you don't know if it's being received right because you'll always get one or two assholes that want to tell you <laughs> it's bad or yeah. what, give you their opinion. Uh-huh. But I think that if you keep pushing, like you guys said, and doing it, then you'll find that spark that you have. I mean, I've been I'm 42 years old. I've been writing since I was 12 years old. So I mean, I've I haven't got my cut yet. I'm waiting for one in Nashville. So that's kind of what I want to do: is songwrite. Do you guys see yourself more as the songwriters or more of the artist? Um. Both. Both, but people ask all the time, like, oh, is this something you want to do full-time? And we have three really young kids at home, mm-hmm. and the touring life just does not Wouldn't sound, it doesn't even us. sound fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it, you know, I have no desire. So I would love to, um, you know, I know a few people that are doing really well mm-hmm. with publisher, and I'm like, I would, I would love to learn that side of, yeah. of, of the business. I've um, been trying to get on a publisher forever. Yeah. So if you ever find it, how let me know. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. I don't. That's I really don't know the business side of the, all that that whole area. But it's something I have an interest in. That kind of need to move forward on. Yeah. Well, I've talked to like I said. I did a uh, a Dreamers on Around workshop with some guys from Nashville. Um, Steve Dean was there. Um, Mark Oliveris, Karen Staley, Keith Burns, and those help. I know I'm not. I'm like every other musician side job do what you can it's it's expensive you don't want to do Mm -hmm. too much money but i did this and i made contact when actually i got the the cut or on hold but the publisher part of it what they always told me is it's i know when you write your music you hate the idea of giving a percentage away to somebody yeah but the only way you're going to get that is you got to know somebody and then if, if you can get in with a publisher and then you get your your library built up. You know you can always go on your own later. You know you get, you get your foot in the door, sure. and that's what a lot of people want to skip. You can't. I mean, there's ways. There's different ways to get into it, but you want to go ahead and and do that. Like I've got there's a website uh, called um, songtuner.com. It's a, a pitch to pro. It's basically you send in a song, you pay thirty bucks to like a, a song plugger, and if they like it, then they'll pay you like a song. You got a song contract, but it's a way to introduce that because one of the ways to get your music heard in Nashville is their song plugers because that's the only way they have contacts that you don't. You know, you write great songs, but if nobody hears it, then, you know, at least it's out, but you want, you want that idea just to be heard for somebody that can will buy it because sure. your song is good. I Thank like you. your song. And I, I've only heard one of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got a shorter time, so let's get, some, get another song. Awesome. What you guys want to play now? Um, you know, we'll play the one that we're recording. Cool. Yeah. It's my favorite. What is it? It's called Without You, and it's kind of 
It's a heavy hitter. A heavy hitter. A true story or just another one that... Uh, it's just kind of a mixture of a bunch of stories. Okay. Uh, of a few, a handful, and kind of being in a situation, looking back, and wishing that you knew more about that situation early on so you could have stepped in and helped. And okay. Kind of looking back when maybe it's a little too late. If that makes sense. It does to me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you crying. Didn't know that you were dying. Washed out with the tide. Hanging on for your life. I didn't send no SOS. No boat to give you rest. Had I known I'd try my best, I'm living with regret. Tell here without you. Maybe that's where I belong. Oh, sometimes, well, I just seem to get through. You know, sometimes, all I think of is you. Make sure my phone turns off. Yeah. I don't want it to go off when you guys I had to happen I like I can't place your voice. I can't. <laughs> That's a good thing. You gotta it's it's, it's kinda like a Bruce Springsteen tone almost, but I can feel it when you sing. Thank you. And I think that's like the best thing to do is if you can feel it. 
Yeah. So it's it's great. I'm, I'm more thinking like um, I've been listening to more of like some of the newer people like Jason Isbell and. Uh, <laughs> So it's funny, I discovered Jason Isbell because someone came to me after a show and they're like, you must love Jason Isbell. I was like, who is that? Right. This was years back. I looked him up and listened to his Southeastern record and I'm like, okay, I'm his biggest fan now. Right. <laughs> I love I love Isbell. I just found the band Midland. I don't know if you ever heard of I've them. I've heard like a couple of their songs. I really, they got like a Dwight Yoakam sound. Yeah. And that's kind of what they're, they based it out. He's one of their biggest influences, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. So I like listening to the newer stuff and, and getting getting feels for it. And like I said, I can't place your voice, so it's good. Cool. Like me, when I sing, it's like I'm the drunken church. So you can place mine, it's easy. I gotta, that's why I got another guy to sing my songs because it's better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I know we're getting short on time, so I always ask the guest uh, a hidden talent. Oh. 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 I don't know. What's and since you're married, you can't lie. Oh, she's, she, he's really good at impressions. Okay, let's hear him. Put <laughs> <laughs> you on the spot. Oh. Uh, sing an Aaron, Aaron Neville song. Aaron impressions Neville. in song, too. That's hard. Not, yes. I did a, I did Elmo in Vegas. <laughs> and I've, I've done this on a podcast, and I sang the whole song, Stuck on You, in Elmo voice. And I thought it was hilarious. I did a, uh, my wife got to cover me doing like a wrecking ball as Elmo too. <laughs> so, all right, let's hear your, your impressions. Are we really going to do, do this? Do a Kermit, I'll, no, I'll try to do Aaron Neville. I can't do it. I can't look at you do this. That's pretty good. Now, if you get a little bit higher, you can make it almost like Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> Hidden uh, talent for me? Now, now you can throw her under the bus I too. I know, I'm scared. I mean, I'm I'm a visual artist, so I have a lot of like. It's not hidden. We that's know not hidden, about that. Yeah. I don't know. What's a hidden talent? Oh, I can rap. Um, oh, I'm not gonna do it. Oh, you can't uh, make uh, me. Uh, no, okay, he never mind. No, <laughs> I say, baby, she, this girl can rap. Okay, he sang Aaron. Never come on, bring a little bit of vanilla ice. Now I'm gonna blank. Now that that's I'm okay. Stop. I messed up too. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with my brand new edition. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch me jump like a candle. <laughs> I'm going to stop there. <laughs> awesome. Oh, How man. No. That would have helped a lot. Sorry. A beat. I don't know the whole song. I'm just, just basically the first part. <laughs> That's fine. Oh. That's a fun part. So yeah, I do it. I can. I do it too. I have to. I have to do my Elmo because you guys put you guys on the spot. I gotta take this off though because I can't do okay. it if I hear it in my head. <laughs> Let me see if I do it. Everybody that heard this podcast has heard me do this though, but you guys haven't. So let's see. Stuck on you. Got a feeling I'm in the muscle, but I just can't lose. Girl, I'm on my way. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> so everybody's heard me do that, and my Elvis have heard me do that, too. <laughs> well, I had a good time, guys. Tell everybody one more time where they can find you. Uh, mostly Everywhere social, social media. Yeah. Google Jonathan Payton or Jonathan Payton Music yeah. in particular. Facebook, Instagram, Jonathan Payton Music, Spotify. We've got 
couple CDs and a single that we released about a year ago. And then and listen out single. for the yeah, listen yeah. out for find us on there. You. You'll find our uh, we don't have our next show is Chattanooga, but okay, but um, we'll be booking more soon. Gotcha. And uh, I will put, uh, like I said, I'll let you guys know before I push it out. So if you have a song that's finished, you'll be put on the end. Just tell me which one it is. Yeah. I'll download yeah, it. Yeah, we'll send you. Sure. I'll, I'll stick it on there uh, with any pictures as well, too. Cool. And um, I don't think there's anything else. No, guys, when, um, if you guys want to come on to the podcast at the house, it's longer. There's no time limit. Uh, you guys are more than welcome cool. to come on. Awesome. So, Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming on. That was Jonathan and Abigail Payton. And this was the Georgia Songbirds.
your sticks and your stones Your words hurt more than you'll ever know We both have kept score this time Take